7.46 in Young and Friedman. Please try the problem before trying to view the solution. Okay, so we're told this roller coaster starts up here at a point H above the ground. And as it goes along the track, um, we want it to not fall off the track at point B up here. So what's the minimum height that it needs to start at so that that happens? So let's draw a free body diagram at point B. We know that weight points down, and there may also be a normal force pointing down from the track, and that's it. Those are the forces that act on the car. So I have the normal force plus mg are the total forces in the radial, inward radial direction, and this is moving in circular motion, so the acceleration is v squared over r. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to require that the normal force be zero. Okay. Certainly I could have a larger normal force than that, but if it's going just fast enough to get over the top of the track, then the track doesn't need to push on it to keep it going in a circle. Um, and the rider will feel weightless at the top. Okay, so I have this equation mg equals mv squared over r. This is convenient because the masses cancel. And I find that the speed that it has at the top of the track has got to be square root of g times r. So if that's the speed here, call that v sub top. From that, I can figure out, using conservation of energy, what this height must be. So conservation of energy says the energy at point 1 is equal to the energy at point 2. The energy at point 1, if it's released from rest, is just mgh. The energy at point 2, well, it has some height, so it has some potential energy that looks like mg times 2r. The height at the top of the loop is 2r. Plus, it has some kinetic energy because it has this velocity. So 1 half mv squared. So v squared is just gr. And I can solve this for h. Okay, so the first thing is the masses cancel. Next, g's cancel, so this is a really easy thing to solve. And I get h is equal to 2r plus 1 half r, or 2.5r. Let's see if I can write this, fit this on here. Well, 2.5r. That's the minimum height. Okay, part B asks me to find the acceleration of the car when it's at point C on this diagram. Okay, so in order to find that, I need to uh, know how fast it's going. If I know how fast it's going, I will know its radial acceleration. Its vertical acceleration is just mg. Okay, so this component of acceleration is mg. Or I'm sorry, just g. The radial component, uh, the the downward component of acceleration is just due to gravity. This component here is v squared over r. So we need to figure out what velocity at point C is. Okay, so to do that, we use conservation of energy. We say at point 1 up here, we know its energy was mgh, and we know h is 2.5 r. So I can write that as mg times 2.5 r. Okay, at point C here, its height is 1 r. Okay, so this has to equal potential energy at point C plus the kinetic energy at point C, 1 half mv squared. 
And so I'll solve for this v. And again, the masses cancel. And if I multiply everything by a 2, then that will get rid of that term. And I can say that 2g times 2.5r, and then I'll bring this term over to the left side, which gives me minus 2gr equals to velocity at c squared. So this is 5 times gr. This is minus 2 times gr. So that's 3 times gr on the left is velocity at c squared. So velocity at c is equal to square root of 3gr. Notice it's moving faster than it was at the top of the circle, which makes sense because it's accelerated down. So the radial component of acceleration is v squared. v squared is 3gr divided by r. The r's cancel. And that tells me the radial component of acceleration is three times larger than the tangential component, which was just g. So I can draw it roughly to scale like that.